In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today we are celebrating uh, the second day of the Feast of the Cross. Uh, this is why we are replacing the reading, which we would typically read today, uh, which would uh, be the reading of the third week of the month of Tut, the third Sunday of the month of Tut. So uh, we are replacing it with the reading of the second day of the Feast uh, of the Cross, because uh, whenever the Feast of the Cross comes on a Sunday, it takes priority, and then we read the reading of the feast day rather than the annual reading that we were supposed to read. Uh, and today I want to take with you just a few minutes to speak with you about the cross as a symbol and the transformation uh, that that means, uh, or the meaning of the, the symbol of the cross uh, to a Christian versus the meaning of the cross to a non-believer. Uh, of course, uh, you look around you uh, nowadays, you will see many people out there, and you'll see many uh, signs of the cross everywhere. Uh, however, sadly, uh, the sign as a symbol is now being misused or misrepresented. Yani the, the simplest thing is nowadays you drive on streets like cross Kohena Masalan just down the street and you see a, a green cross, right? And right when you see a green cross, then immediately we know what that, what that means, right? That's usually a marijuana dispensary. So the, the cross itself has now been transformed and instead of it initially being a, a, a Christian, a religious a symbol that carries a lot of, uh, a lot of very uh, great meanings to it. So nowadays that is being completely misused. Uh, I was actually uh, very disappointed the other day. Uh, I was uh, in a meeting where a representative from the Red Cross of America stood up and he was giving a talk. And he was speaking about how the Red Cross has nothing to do with Christianity, has nothing to do with the cross, and it's just a symbol of uh, a humanitarian organization that extends out a helping hand to, uh, uh, to whoever is in need. So uh, I'm, I'm sad to see that around us the cross is beginning more and more to lose its meaning. It has also become a fashion now that you look around you and you see a lot of the uh, famous uh, singers it's very common, especially among rap uh, musicians, that they wear big crosses, while at the same time they are saying the most awful words, language that could possibly be uttered out of a mouth while they have that the cross. It has also been, sadly, a fashion among even some of the younger generation that they put in a lot of great effort in tattooing big crosses in their shoulder and in like different parts of their bodies while not living up to the meaning of the cross. So today I want, you know, 
again, uh, I am by no means talking down the importance of the symbol of the cross, I'm talking the opposite. And all these things could be great things if the Red Cross it really meant, it really meant uh, saving others uh, as the, the cross whom Jesus' blood uh, smeared all over it uh, meant. Uh, I don't mind people wearing and uh, big crosses if they really believe in the power of the cross that they are wearing or that they are tattooing in, in their arm. But sadly, the meaning has been lost. So let me just take with you today a few minutes to speak about what is the meaning of the cross. Okay. Number one, the cross is a symbol of God's love. If you want to come to understand God's love for you or for mankind, look at the cross because it is a symbol of God's love. Why is it a symbol of God's love? Because God chose willingly, he chose the most shameful death to die on our behalf while we are not deserving it. Yani, uh, love is very easily given or exchanged between two people that share that together and two people that feel that this person deserves. Yani, could I give you just a simple example? Yani, a wife mungkin tukun she is taking very good care of the house and cooking nice meal for her husband and all of this. The husband, one day, he walks in, he takes a bite from the food, and he says, this tastes terrible. You're, you're, uh, you know, and then he starts saying all these things that are putting down his wife, maybe even possibly verbally or physically, you know, abusing her. Now, is she going to cook him a meal the next day? Most likely not. <laughs> Why? Because she's going to feel that I'm doing all these things and you are not showing any sign of appreciation. What you're giving me back in return is all kind of like this disrespect and humiliation. Well, the amazing thing about God is that we did and we continue to up until now to show him disrespect and humiliation. We are continuing up until now, participating in the act of his crucifixion, but yet Christ, knowing that we have done and will do all of this, he still choose or he still chose to die for us. Before you take any action, any kind action towards anyone, most of the time, first thing that comes to your mind is you think, is he going to appreciate you or not? Is he deserving it or not? Simple example. You're driving in the street and you see a homeless man. So you roll down your window and then you take out $5 and you give it to him. He curses you out. Okay? Now, next day, you come and you drive that down the street. 
and you see the homeless man, are you going to take out money and give it to him? But this is what Jesus did. Right? This is exactly what he did. He, he sees us, homeless people, okay? <laughs> yani, you understand the, the, what I'm trying to, to say, okay? So he sees us being, being, you know, being exiled out of the paradise of joy. He sees our misery, miserable state. And he knows that even after he gives us his salvation, we are going to do this. That we're doing, that I'm doing, okay? The, not now, now I'm preaching, but, but, but he's going to see what we're doing, that we are doing bad things and all this. But yet, he still willingly chose to do this. It's a symbol of God's love. And even as he is being crucified, he still showed his love. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. Then he goes that, I thirst. And then he goes to St. Mary and he says, Behold your son about St. John the Beloved. And he goes to St. John Beloved and says, Behold your mother. Even up until the last minute on the cross, he turns to the, the thief on the right and he tells him, Today you will be with me in paradise. Even though, if you read carefully, that it says that, the two thieves that were crucified with him, meaning what? They were mocking him. In the beginning, but there was a transformation that happened to Dimas when he got hung up on the cross. Okay? He may have been doing that on the way, but when he got hung up on the cross, something happened, and this is why we say in Good Friday, we say, What have you seen? That this transformation happened to you. And all of a sudden he says, Lord, remember me when I come into your kingdom. He said, today you will be with me in paradise. So even during his crucifixion, he was still expressing love. And oftentimes, ask yourself, if there is someone that you love, and that someone that you love is crucifying you. While you are being crucified, are you going to continue loving him? But Christ did. He continued loving us unconditionally regardless of what we did. So the cross is a symbol of God's love. The cross in the old was a symbol <coughs> of defeat. But when Jesus came, the cross became a symbol of victory. It became a symbol of victory that cannot be conquered by the devils. And you go and you look through stories, endless stories, how the sign of the cross defeated the powers of Satan, defeated the powers of poison, the power of death, the powers of, 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 of all, the, all the evil powers. The symbol of the cross became a symbol of victory. Now, prior to that, the cross was a symbol of defeat. In the Old Testament, when they captured a king and they wanted to reveal their victory, they would sometimes hang the king on a cross or sometimes they would cut off the head and hang it on a cross or a stick, which is to, to declare to everybody 
that this kingdom or that king has been defeated. Now the Lord Jesus Christ, he stood up there in the cross and he defeated all the powers of the evil of the evil one. So in order for us to, uh, in order for us to be able to exercise that power of the victory of the cross, we have to, uh, we have to believe, we have to believe in its power. The cross has also become a symbol of judgment. But a symbol of judgment for who? A symbol of judgment for those who do not believe. I will recall to your mind uh, in the book of Revelation, as St. John speaks about the last day, and he says then, then the symbol of the cross will be, or the symbol of the Son of Man will be shown in the sky. And then even the Lord Jesus Christ, he said that. And then he says, let no one defeat you. Say, behold, that he is here or that he is there. Because just as the sun, you know, rises up from the east and light is shown in the west. Likewise, when the symbol of the son of man will be revealed, everyone will see it. But everyone will see it. And then what happened? After everyone will see it, people will be sorted out. Just like what happened on the cross. You have the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. And you have a right thief. And you have a, a left thief. And he will come the same way. The cross will appear in the sky. And then some people are going to go to the right. And some people are going to go to the, to the left. So ask yourself, where are you going to go when that sun is revealed? Because that sun sign is going to be a sign of judgment. It's going to be a sign of judgment for all of us who have it, or who wear it, or who do it, but don't believe in the power, don't believe in the power of it. So every time you look at the cross, ask yourself, on the last day, which side am I going to stand in? On the last day, which side of the cross am I going to stand in? We do a great job judging one another. Where in reality, a lot of times we are the ones that are that, that, that are that are mistaken. We do great job judging uh, other people's children, where a lot of times we're not paying attention to our own children. Uh, somebody just sent me a story a couple of days ago. Says that a man was at the airport, and he stopped at the coffee shop and he bought a box of cookies. So he sat at the table, sipping his coffee, he put the, and then in front of him, the box of cookies, and then across him, there's another man sitting with a cup of coffee. So the man started taking a cookie and he noticed that the man across from the table is taking a cookie from his box without even saying, may I have one? So he said, Anyways, it's okay. So he finished the cookie, he took the next cookie, then the man grabbed his hand and he took another cookie from the box. Then he grabbed the next cookie and the man took the Then came the last cookie. Then the man grabbed the last cookie and then he split it in half and he gave him half and he took half. 
طبعاً by that time he was so frustrated and then he said يعني this man is يعني I've never seen such horrible behavior like this. The man got up across from him يعني got up and left and then when, when this guy was getting up and he lifted up his jacket he noticed that his box of cookie is still there under his jacket so apparently he had never touched it and he was eating from the other man's box of cookie. Do you guys get it? So the point is a lot of times we're quick to pointing fingers at others and, and judging others where in reality it is us. It is us that are making the mistake. It is us that we're quick to judging, judging others. So stop worrying or looking at others, but look at yourself and remember that the, that the cross is a symbol of God's judgment in the last days. So we spoke about the cross as being a symbol of God's love. We spoke about the cross as being a symbol of God's victory. We spoke about the cross being a symbol of God's judgment to us in the, in, the, in the last day. But the last thing that I want to say is the cross is a symbol of blessing. In the old, a cross was a symbol of curse. And this is why when God cursed the earth and when God, when Adam brought curse upon himself when he fell into, into death, this is why the Lord Jesus Christ, when he came to, to die, he chose the worst possible way that, that he could have died to carry and to lift up, to lift away our curse and to give us back in exchange his blessings. When we bring uh, deacons in the morning, when they all walk into the altar with their tonias, for Abuna to bless the tonia, Abuna does a cross in it. When we come to bless a home, we do a cross in it. When you guys buy a new car, when we go out and pray in it, we do a cross in it. So the cross became a symbol of blessing, not a symbol, not a symbol of curse. Uh, may, may we uh, live up to the standards of, and to the true meaning of the sign of the cross. I pray that it may no longer be just a fashion or something that we just show off because it looks cool, or, but it may be something for us that we truly believe in the power of it and we live up to it. Glory be to God forever. Amen.